This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com. We make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. You're listening to the Laughing Couple Podcast with your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. Join them weekly as they discuss topics such as relationships, kids, sex, parenting, all unfiltered, and all with a healthy dose of laughter. Please welcome your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. We're just like, I feel like we are just in this bubble of like bullshit. The past, we are in actually a bubble, a bubble of bullshit. We're in the the bubble bubble before the bubble, the the, double B, the double bubble, the double B. We this we want to predicate with this podcast. It's not going to be like a negative podcast. I really want to like put that out there because I don't want people coming into this being like, well, I don't want to fucking listen to that. It's going to be super like, bleh. it's more going to just be a really real podcast. Yeah, because this is it. We have dealt with probably the hardest, maybe two, three weeks of our marriage. family relationship marriage. Yeah. Um, and I feel like we're like still in it. Like, yeah. I feel like we're still tense. Like just this little pre-conversation, I'm already like so annoyed with what you want to talk about. Yeah. I feel like, um, <laughs> I feel like the only way out of this is sex. I disagree. All right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> maybe okay. we'll talk about that. Maybe we'll talk about. Maybe. Maybe we'll talk about sex and COVID. With uh, I love you and you're annoying. Yeah, I do. Go for it, babe. I love you. Mm. And this week has been this last couple of weeks has been annoying. Okay. I I it's annoying that you got COVID. That's seriously what you're going yeah. with? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's so annoying that you oh got COVID. <laughs> I know it's not your fault, but it's so annoying that you got COVID. You're not even joking. Like, I thought no. you were joking. <clears throat> no, it is annoying that you got COVID. But listen, um, I would say that the thing that annoys me the most about you getting COVID is... Um, oh, my God, Riley. Like, you're already smiling, and I feel like I'm already mad. Like, what are you even going to say right now? Nothing, 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 nothing. What? I, Nothing. I just, I feel like the worst part about you getting COVID is now that you don't have COVID, <laughs> the moment you're allowed to be out of the bubble, you're out of the bubble. The people who don't have COVID because of the restrictions of what it looks like to have COVID, we're still in isolation because we're in direct contact with you, right? That's the most annoying thing. And it's not you. It's It's a me thing. It's a, like when when you had COVID and you were in isolation, I had to hold down the fort. 
The second you get out of isolation, I'm still holding down the fort. You get to leave and go to the mall and do whatever you want. What? I'm not saying you. I'm not saying you're doing it. I literally went to pick up our groceries in an online order, and I'm I picked jealous. up our coffee for an online order. I'm jealous. Like, are you kidding I'm right just, now? I'm just telling you that's the most annoying thing for me, and it's not a you thing. It's okay. a government policy thing sure. that the guy who doesn't have COVID has to stay isolated, and yeah, the person update. who had COVID. If you gets guys to leave. are just fig- that's if annoying. You, if you aren't up to date, so I had I got COVID um, when on the thirteenth. Yeah, on the thirteenth of December, Ryan didn't have COVID. The kids just tested positive this past Sunday, so they have had about a week of COVID or a little bit less. And Ryan miraculously still is negative. Like I've escaped it. He has done so many PCR tests and so many rapid tests every day, and he's just he's. <laughs> better than all of us the guy who doesn't have covid (laughs) has the longest isolation period out of everyone yeah how is that not annoying i would definitely see i see that for sure like i just want to leave and i don't mean this like towards our kids i don't mean this towards you i just want to be able to leave this house and be like oh i'm escaping it for a moment like i totally get that you know picking up the groceries and picking up the coffee orders it's not a matter of like you it's just the ability to get out of the house for sure it's annoying yeah i get that yeah i don't even think i have you i have and i love you and you're annoying like i just feel like i'm just annoyed all over (laughs) (laughs) i think i'm just so annoyed right now with everything um like i think this would probably bleed into like the, what we wanted to talk about things not to say to your spouse. Yeah, we're going to play that game. Which I think will, um, like, I'll pony back on to You'll my... Pony, you will that pony not, back. That's not a saying, is it? You will pony back on to that? <laughs> I don't know. What the, oh. what, what's that saying? Not that. Oh. Well, I will, Piggyback. Like, I, oh. <laughs> it's called piggyback. <laughs> I will... <laughs> I will ride the wave of that one because there's annoying things in there that I feel like we could talk about. Right. Okay, so do you know what it, like, does that make sense Are to we you? playing this game? Yeah, we'll go. All right, guys, so we're, we're not going to talk about COVID as in, like, here are our symptoms, and here's <laughs> what we experience in terms of, you know, health health ramifications and all that, because that stuff, <clears throat> you guys get enough of that. Mm-hmm. What we're going to talk about, guys, and, and this is something that we've we've been given feedback from you yeah. on the Instagram and all the, on the channels, that you'd like to hear some of the realness of this, and we're not going to hold back. Mm-hmm. Straight up, guys. We're probably going to get into it. I can already tell. Straight up, this is... This was the most challenging 10 day, like after this is hard too, but Mm -hmm. when you were in isolation is the most challenging (laughs) 10 days I think I've ever experienced on an ongoing basis. This is, this was not fun. Uh You know, when you think about COVID and you think about all all the isolation stuff, like thank God you're healthy and thank God like it's come full circle and we're together as a family because you can only imagine how bad it could possibly have Mm -hmm. been. For sure. That doesn't neglect the the fact that it was difficult, and I'm going to be real with it. This was this sucked. Yeah, it was really bad. Um, I think. Th- so, where do you want to start? Like, do you want to say what, something not to say? Well, no. Here, here's what I I want to do. A, I want to do. I want to do a little fun thing of like what not to say to oh, your partner. This is going to be fun. But before, <laughs> it's not fun. It's actually. <laughs> It's actually terrible, but it's it's funny in the sense okay. that it's not funny. Got it. But before we do this, here's I'm going to say this, and this might not be uh, well received by everybody who listens to this, <laughs> oh, and, and particularly it might not be for you. For when me, you, you might not like it. Okay. 
Have you ever had an embarrassing BO moment? I sure have. Like the time I thought the teenage boy beside me at the grocery store stunk only to get in my car and realize it was me. <laughs> embarrassing. But we've got the solution. Lumi whole body deodorant. Say goodbye to BO worries forever. Unlike some other deodorants, Lumi is powered by mandelic acid, a game changer for 72 hour odor control everywhere. It was inspired by patients' concerns about private part odor. Six years on and with over 300,000 five-star reviews, Lumi keeps us confident from head to toe. Plus, it's seriously safe anywhere on your body. Pits, thigh folds, belly buttons. Don't forget under boobs and vulvas. Yes, this is true. Plus butt cracks and feet. Created by an OBGYN, Lumi is clinically proven to block odor for up to 72 hours. Baking soda free, paraben free, and with fresh scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage and toasted coconut and for new customers the lumi starter pack has you covered with a solid stick deodorant cream tube deodorant two free products of your choice and free shipping don't miss out as our special offer you get five dollars off lumi starter packs with code tlc at lumideodorant.com that's right over 40 percent off your starter pack when you visit lumideodorant.com and use code tlc that's l-u-m-e deodorant.com control your body odor anywhere with lumi I love starting my day off with a breakfast that makes me feel good. This also involves waking up before my kids to have those quiet moments of peace before the chaos. Absolutely. And Magic Spoon is perfect for that. No artificial ingredients, natural flavors, and zero artificial coloring. Plus, it's great for various lifestyles, whether you're gluten-free, soy-free, or just want to add some more protein. And the variety pack is amazing with flavors like cocoa, fruity, frosted, and peanut butter. So nostalgic. My favorite has to be frosted. It's like a guilt-free treat with zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and only four to five grams of net carbs per serving. Wholesome ingredients, no artificial flavors or dyes. It's a game changer. So if you're looking for a tasty breakfast, quick snack, or an easy meal, Magic Spoon's got you covered. Head to magicspoon.com slash TLC and don't forget to use the code TLC at checkout to save $5 off your order. And here's the best part. If you don't love it, Magic Spoon has a 100% happiness guarantee. They'll refund you your money, no questions asked. Try a delicious bowl of Magic Spoon cereal today at magicspoon.com slash TLC. Use code TLC to save $5. A big thanks to Magic Spoon for sponsoring this episode. This is a, this is a, uh, as a male, I am begging and pleading the lady listeners of this podcast, whether you have COVID or one of your friends has COVID, that's an other female, please, 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 for the sake of all that is whatever, never, ever, ever say to your friend or to your friends uh, who have COVID, well, at least your husband will now know what it's like to be a mom. Mm. I think of all of the things that I heard over the course of the 10 day isolation period that annoyed me more than anything. Yeah. Well, I never actually said that. People said it to you. That's fine. Right. I know you never said it. Yeah. I know you would never say that yeah. because, because you respect, Listen, the, you respect closest, my role in this family. Yes. The closest thing that I would say, and we had this conversation after I was out of isolation. I think it was actually the first night we were done. I said, you know, it was when you were like, I am like not okay. Like when we remember, we just put the kids to bed yeah. and we had this little powwow in the middle of the, uh, we had this little conversation in the middle of the uh, hallway. Um, and I said, Rye, like, I understand what you're going through because in 2020, when we were first locked down, Ryan works from home. So he has the ability, like he would come up, you go 
<clears throat> to his office for the whole day and he'd have a long day and then he'd come home. Sorry, he'd come home. He'd come down stairs, um, but he would hear throughout the day all of the terror and the screaming and the breakdowns that I was dealing with with the kids because we weren't allowed outside. It was literally the same situation. The only difference is, is Ryan got to come downstairs for a couple hours before we put them to I got bed. to help. Yeah, sure. For like a couple hours, but it's right. not the same. Like what I was trying to say is that I get it. Like I was in into the thick of it for months, months of what you were dealing with. So I was very empathetic towards you. Right. Adding on top of that though, my empathy and then my just like, I think instinctual like mom, like I just want to help and physically not being able to do that was torturous. Right. But I want to make sure that I, I finish this this thought here. This is me begging and pleading the ladies of the world. Because here's the thing. When I read that or when I hear that, well, at least your husband will now know what it's like to be a mom. That is so demeaning. It's like it's what it's what it's doing is it's taking Yes, there's no doubt about it that Brittany has roles and Brittany does things. And I got to experience those things in a a very short period of time thrown at me that I had to manage. And it was very difficult. And Brittany knows how much I appreciate the work that she does. Mm -hmm. and, And she knows how much I appreciate and understand what she does and the sacrifices she makes for our family. But telling me or saying to me or saying to Brittany about me, at least you'll now know what you do totally diminishes what I actually do for this family. Mm -hmm. Every single person in a relationship has roles and responsibilities. That's how a partnership works. And my roles and my responsibilities look different than your roles and your responsibilities. To have your roles and your responsibilities thrown on me without the ability to to adapt to them, to like learn these things Mm -hmm. and like grow into this role and to just be thrown into the fire, it's challenging. Of course, it's challenging. If the roles were reversed and and I got COVID and all of a sudden I said, okay, Brittany, here's my contact list. Here's all my customers. Here's all my purchase orders. Here's here's our payroll. Here's all of this. Figure it out. Mm -hmm. You would be overwhelmed with that task. So- no matter what the situation is, it's going to be overwhelming for the person who has to step in and do a role that they're not used to doing. But it totally diminishes the role that they do when you say, well, now they'll know what they what you go through. It's it's not on me to go through those things. It's that's your those are your roles and those are your responsibilities well, that work in our hold relationship. On. Yeah, I get that. But I do think that there needs to be some clarification. Like Maybe some people are meaning like, well, whatever, and they're being cheeky about it. But other things I think are meant like, so for the most part, we're both working a lot, which is new in our relationships, which we have talked about. I have never worked this much in our relationship since we've been together. Like I had way more time off, like, and now we're both working a lot. So we are managing um, family things as well on top of that. So it's been an adjustment for me because I'm so used to doing all of the family things, but now I have other responsibilities. So for me, I think seeing you take on like three meals a day, that's not what you do, right? Like I, I I like to cook and I do, and you can't cook. So (laughs) it definitely helps, but 
Our Those neighbors are- actually, I didn't realize how bad it was until our, until our door kept knocking and there was food at the door. <laughs> well, I The think neighborhood really they, understand, or they have no faith in my ability to cook. Well, baby, it's not even about that. It's just like- They're a great community. They're, they're amazing. But I also think that on top of this, what you're not saying is like you didn't have the ability to take time off work. Like no. you were literally trying to work with the kids around and, and that is so shitty for both the kids and for you because it sucks. Like there, there, you definitely had to take some time off like after the first couple of days, but you were in a space where you weren't used to those things. And like, I remember like w- one day I was really angry because the kids didn't eat lunch. And I know that you didn't do it on purpose, but your your brain was like, I'm over here. I have to do work. I have to do all of these things. And I was like, it's 2.30, 2.45, and the kids were losing their ever-loving mind because they were fucking hungry. But like, I, I'm so used to doing those things, right? On the weekends and whatever. And it was just like, you were trying to balance way too many things and something has to give. And right. every single day, something was... Yeah, the problem lost. the problem was what was giving was me. I, I honestly thought that I was going to have a nervous breakdown. No, you did. This. You had multiple there breakdowns. Were, there, there were times where I thought my kids were, and I love my kids to death. Don't get me wrong. What I've come to realize is I am actually not uh, a full time no. daytime Gosh, dad. No, 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 no. Your patients could never do that. You well, are. I could. I could if I didn't have everything else to do. I don't think so. Honestly, like, I but love you. But I'm not you. good at it. I love you so much. Yeah. But I, I honestly don't even, like, if I was like, hey, listen, I'm making so much money right now. You can be a stay-at-home dad. I think after this experience, you'd be like, you'd no, be like, I'll, I'll keep working. <laughs> we'll get a nanny. <laughs> like, you just couldn't do it. And, like, I get what you're saying, that those comments hurt. But I think that's where it comes from. Like, moms, I think it's just a weird innate thing that we're full-time moms and we're trying to work at the same time where a dad is like, hey, in in short for you specifically you are an amazing dad like amazing for shorter periods of time like you don't have the patience for the kids in those long tantrums but i certainly don't have the patience while trying to work but if anything i think that this week has also taught you i think just like how to deal with like when Cooper has a meltdown or when like you, I know this is lame, but I feel like you have learned a lot of how our kids emotionally react and like how you can diffuse that. Oh, without a doubt. You know, it's like anything like you, you, you find, you find out the optimal way of making things work effectively and efficiently. The thing is when you're thrown into it yeah. you, and, and I don't have you as a support right. system because you're literally in isolation. It's not like I'm going to be like, hey, yeah. Brittany, can you give me a checklist of the things? When Cooper throws a spoon yeah. at me, is it because he's hungry or is it because he's an asshole? <laughs> um, I, didn't, like, I didn't know these things. So the things that you have, because literally you've birthed them and you've, you've taken them from, from uh, you know, a baby to where they are today. You've learned these things mm-hmm. about them throughout the day that I, I simply don't know. And I give you credit for it. There's a lot of things that you have to manage with it. I had to learn it in a week and I had to learn it while working. Mm-hmm. That was difficult. But all I'm saying is this, ladies, just do me a favor. When somebody gets COVID or somebody is ill or somebody whatever, and their partner has to step up, be empathetic to both parties. This mm-hmm. isn't a, an opportunity for the male to discover something. This is a, an opportunity for the male to try to survive isolation. <laughs> and I'm being serious. It's like, there's no winners. There's no losers in this situation. But if you try to make it like a, 
oh, he's going to learn his lesson. It's not fun. It's not going to land well. It's not going to land well. For either of you. Just be empathetic to what's going on in the world, to what's going on with the people. Because really, at the end of the day, like if I'm like, well, well, Ryan will finally know. So then I'm basically wishing for you to fail. Right. Which is not fun. And that's how it feels. Yeah. No, I totally get it. And it feels like when, when whether it's your mother, whether it's your friends, whether it's somebody that says that to you, it's almost like... Not only are they not only are they downplaying and demeaning what I do for this family and for you and for the people in this, but they're also like, haha, right? Like he's gonna fail and he's mm-hmm. gonna be he's gonna be miserable and good for him. Like, when did I become an enemy? I don't think that I see what you're saying. I think the whole thing of it is it's not about wanting to see you fail, but more about just being aware of how much, say, a, a mom in particular puts into the day because a lot of it you don't see because you are up here, you don't see. And it's those small things that keep the fires under control. Like I, I have always been, and I love doing this. I love doing crafts. I love making things for the kids to do. Like, I love that shit. Yeah. You are like, listen, we'll wrestle for a bit and then we're going to watch a show and then we're not painting. Like, right. <laughs> I just don't like getting my hands like paint. I don't like paint on my hands. You were like, absolutely not. You can paint with your mom. (laughs) You know, I will say there was a handful of your friends. There were a handful of your friends that reached out to me, which I, I truly believe, I I not believe, I truly appreciate it. That literally checked in to say, are you okay? Yeah. Well, they messaged me. They're like, how is Ryan? I'm like, he's not doing well. Because they they knew that I was working and they knew that I was going through what I was going through. With the kids and they knew it wasn't going to be easy and they actually cared. And those messages meant a lot to me. It's a family. But reading, but reading the ones that were like, ha he'll figure it out. Don't do that. Where That's, do you, like, where are you reading these? On Instagram. I got, I got COVID. Ha ha, Ryan. Don't do that to people. Um, okay. So let's go with things you don't say to your partner. Because I will say, Britt, during this whole process... Uh, the kids were annoying. The kids were yeah. so annoying because they were emotional, mm-hmm. right? They're dealing with a situation. They think they hear COVID. They've been trained. And this is what I didn't realize. The kids in school are so programmed to think that this COVID thing is so dangerous. Mm-hmm. The second Riley found out you had COVID, yeah, she, she thought was, you were going to die. I know. It was so That's emotional for that, her. She thought you're going to die. Yeah. And so the kids weren't able to see you. They weren't able to hug you. They weren't able to kiss you. They weren't able to talk to you. They were so they were so emotional about that, that I was trying to navigate those emotions yeah. that were unspoken. That was so difficult. Mm-hmm. So difficult to do. And they don't talk about that. But they like- don't. That was the hardest thing for me. But what was really difficult, and this is funny, it's funny now, but I would say this, like when your partner, if you are, if you happen to have COVID and your partner's juggling it and they're surviving, and I'll be honest with you guys, there's no, there's no thriving in this situation. It's all pure survival. I would, I would probably suggest or invite you guys to remove the word, the words, maybe you should. The person who has COVID yeah. suggesting that they don't say that. Yeah, suggestions. <laughs> when you're in isolation, suggesting things yeah, to your partner that. is probably a no-go. And if you're going to suggest it, I would I would find a way to say something besides maybe you should. Like, maybe you should play with them. 
I never said that. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. Cooper needs to play. You can't just sit in your office and work. He needs to be entertained. No, I said, excuse you. I literally was like, I need to tell you this respectfully. I'm not making you wrong for this. I said, but Cooper needs to be entertained. That's why he's freaking out. He can't just sit and watch a phone all day. Like, I get it. You're trying to work, but you need to give him an activity so that you aren't distracted by right. him. I, I was not like, maybe you should play. I never said that. You can suck a dick. That's not what happened. What? Why would you go there? I don't there? know, but that was annoying for me because I, you're looking at me like maybe, maybe I, it was so hard for me not to help you. And, right. I, and I'm Ryan, only doing maybe it. you should feed the kids. Yeah, it's two, there's quarter Ryan, to three that was and they're one situation, starving. That was one situation and I got a, Withering I've got a, away. I've got a rebuttal for that because okay. I was in the process of feeding them before they snapped at me. Cooper threw something at me. So then you were like, me. it's three hours, you bitches can no, wait. No, I said, go to your room. <laughs> for three hours. Yeah, it wasn't three hours, it was an hour and a half. <laughs> it was two and a half hours. Anyway, I get the that. Maybe, maybe I you should. That. You know what? <laughs> Guys, you'll understand this. When you're lifting a heavy couch or you're lifting a heavy piece <laughs> of furniture, you and your buddies are sweating. You're going down the stairs. Your back is sore. And your spouse comes around and says, well, maybe you guys should lift it like this. Not the time. Yeah. Not the place. Don't bring it up. The maybe you should insertion eliminate that and that's it's really hard because there is no um winning there like you obviously want to help your partner i was trying to give suggestions to help you help yourself um <laughs> but I couldn't help me help, help you. you uh for me you suck at this for me your emotions were so high through the whole thing which obviously um but it was hard. Like you, there were days where you were such a dick to me. I'm not going to lie. Like I would say something and I would be like so scared to ask you for anything because you were like on the verge of uh, snapping. And I don't you, think scared is the right word. No, I was. I was like, I'm not going to ask. Any, you you not, thought I was going to do no. something physical to hurt you? Stop. Scared I meant, like, not the right word. Scared to talk to you because I didn't want to deal with your dickness. You didn't want to. You didn't want to be the straw that broke my back. Yes, yeah, right. And then you'd be like, "Are you okay?" And it's like two thirty, and I haven't had water all day. <laughs> <laughs> Do you need anything? Like most days, you were wonderful. Like, what can I get you? And it was super annoying. Like, I can't imagine having to wait on me, do your job and f- deal with the kids. And then yeah. coming up to me and being like, are you fucking hungry? What do you want? Like, what do you want to eat? And I, I mean, I didn't have much of an appetite, which was great, but there were I days. I did make you a salad that it was questionable as yeah, to whether. Yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on. With that, you were like, I'm like, can you please check the date on that salad if you bring it up? And you're like, it's fine. It's fine. I bring up, I'm eating it. It's slimy as shit. Oh, yeah. And then hold questionable. on. Then you came up later, <laughs> like two minutes later with flatbread. You're like, I don't think you should eat that. Yeah. It's like, questionable. That sounds questionable. Here's some flatbread. The kids didn't want it. Yeah, I was like, actually, when I brought it up, I was like, I don't think I would have ate that. <laughs> well, let's just keep it to her. She's I'm so like, sick I don't right have now. time to cook something else. I don't, she'll eat this. Yeah. And then I was like, uh, I don't think she should eat that. So yeah. I brought my flatbread. Just so you know, I was lying to you. I brought my oh. flatbread up and gave it to you. I said, Thankfully, I, the neighbors brought us food. I, I think you should eat this flatbread because that uh, salad, I think, is uh, about four days old. I would say for old. me, <laughs> it was so gross. I didn't eat it. It I was, would say for it was, me. It was slimy. It was so nasty. Um, it was hard when you would say things like, um, you're not helping right now. 
don't talk to them. Like you're not helping. Oh yeah. And uh, I get why you're saying that because like the, the, the impossibility of this whole situation is the kids would open the bedroom door and like stand in the door. Cooper's three. He would run in. I would have to run away from him. I'm trying to get him out of the room. Like you're running from the office, trying to pull him out of the room. It was hard. And there were times where I was trying to distract Cooper. He would sit in the hallway, right? Yeah. And you would be in your office and I would be in the bedroom and I would try to play like Simon says with him or something just to give him a distraction so that you could figure out what you were doing. And then he'd have a meltdown and you would come in to the door and you'd be like, you're not helping. Like, don't, don't talk to them. You're, it actually makes it worse. And as a mom, that was so hard for me to hear because I already have a kid who's emotional who both of them, but Cooper was much more evidently emotional who couldn't see me, who couldn't come see me. And right. it was like, it. I cried every day, every now, single day. You're absolutely right. That was probably not a nice thing to say. And, and then like, you were keep, like, keep in mind, shitty salad. Keep, keep, <laughs> keep in mind that when I, <laughs> when I said that, I didn't, I didn't say that as a person of sound mind. <laughs> It's not like I came to you where everything was copacetic. I came up and I was just a fit, verbally abusive yeah, yeah. to you. Yeah, I, I was at my wits end no, I know. when I would come up. And here's the problem. No, no, and and this no, is the this is the problem with it is I know at I know at your core you were trying to help me. Mm-hmm. And I know at your core you were trying to be there for the kids because it is emotional for them. But what was unknown to you was every time the kids interacted with you for about an hour Mm -hmm. after that, I had something else to manage. No, and it wasn't unknown. I heard them. And that was the big thing for me. It was just like there was just so many things to manage, you know, manage the food, manage cleaning the house, manage the kids, manage the emotions, manage the business. It just felt like it felt like I was just constantly in manage mode that when they saw you, it was something else I needed to manage. And I just couldn't manage it anymore. Mm -hmm. So I was trying to tell you, please, that's not helpful. Maybe you should. Maybe you should. (laughs) Not say that anymore. GTFO. (laughs) Um, But I could, but it didn't come out that way. And I know, I think I said it probably about four times to you. Yeah. And I knew every time it came out of my mouth, I'm like, this isn't going to land well, but I got no (laughs) one. But I'll say it another three times. But I got, I don't have the energy to to think of something else to say that's kinder. Oh my God. Okay. I got that. Okay. Yeah. You, yeah. So here's what I would not say. Because there were times that you would go downstairs, right? When the kids were in the basement, you would go downstairs to get some exercise, walk up and down the stairs, whatever. Um, Here's what I would not say if we could do this over again. Oh, wow. The house is a mess. I never said that. Oh, yeah. 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 You did. You said this house is giving me anxiety. This house is a mess. You did. Hold on. I did say this house was giving me anxiety yesterday. I said that when I was completely out. You were twisting this so hard right now to fit your narrative. No, no, no. I did say that yesterday. It was Christmas Day and the house was a disaster and I cleaned it up. When I came downstairs before, I said, I, first of all, I cleaned things up when you were in the basement or the kids. Um, yeah, everyone was sleeping. It was, no, you cleaned I went things up when we went to go yeah, get sorry, COVID when tested. you went to go get your test. I cleaned. So th- that yeah. was a way for me to help you. Yeah. And I had come down before and I said, I'm, I'm trying to put some stuff away, right? Um, just to try to help you out. And honestly, I was winded at the time because it was just in the thick of it. <laughs> winded, Bob. And, uh, you were like, is that a dig on the state of this house? And I said, no, I'm, I'm trying to help you. Like, that was in your own head. Because I think you knew the state of the house was also so well, chaotic. It, but I get it, man. Priorities. 
priorities. It was. And honestly, I, I think for me, I knew that every time I cleaned the house, this is what I discovered. Every yeah. time I cleaned the house, it would get messy again. Yeah. So I just said, you know what? I'm going to let the house be messy. And you clean and at in, the end of the day. And at the end of the night, when everyone's in bed, I'll yeah. clean the house. And see, that's how. That's not how I work. Because right. last, last year, I did the opposite. And it's hard. Like, it was hard for me to see that. Because I was like, holy fuck, how are you surviving in the day? Because those little messes. But that is how I survived. No, I get it. And it's just, we just are, we act differently on right. that, right? Like, I would rather clean up as I go. But at the same time, it's not wonderful either because I miss out on eating and sitting. Yeah. Can we talk about how <laughs> shitty the kids were? Oh, my God. It's a it's a hard topic because we were w- – with our little hallway discussion we were referring to before, we talked about how really terrible they were. Their behavior was so bad, but also completely valid because they were in a situation where their emotions were so high. They were experiencing something they have never experienced before. They were scared. They were bored. They were hungry. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, at the end of the day, they're acting out because they did get fed. They, they did get fed. <laughs> they didn't miss a single meal. One was just delayed till two o'clock. Um, yeah, no, I that think was a bad day. I think that Yes, they were such dicks. And we understand that it is ab- – it's fine. Like any ch- any child put in the situation that they were put in, they're not going to be on their best behavior. But the worst part about it, I think, is at the end of the day, when you said to me, it just brought back all of my memories from the first lockdown when you were like, I literally had a moment when they were finally asleep and I would just stare at them and I would be like, how – these poor things, the stuff and everything that I said that I probably shouldn't have said that day or I lost it or like whatever, it just – the guilt that comes to you at the end of the day when they're sleeping and gentle and beautiful is astronomical. You know, my sister Laura said something to me. I'll be honest with you. I'm a pretty tough guy when it comes to like emotions. I manage my emotions very effectively. Except if there's like a really sad commercial, you cry. Yeah, I do. Because <laughs> uh, I have empathy. I'm empathetic. I'm an empath. Okay. I cried during this period of time. You did. Oh when? my god! You didn't Almost tell every me. night. You didn't tell me. Almost every night, I cried. I was crying too, alone. Yeah, we were crying alone together. <laughs> yeah, I cried almost every single night because I was not the best version of me for the kids. For the kids and for me during the whole during this whole thing, I just was not my best version. I was trying to be everything for everyone. Yeah, and I was failing at every single aspect of it. And every night I would reflect on what I said, what I did, how I reacted. And it mm-hmm. just wasn't, it, I was not the best version of me. And it's I, so and, suffocating. And, I was, and I was like in this funk. And I said this to my sister and I will say this, one of the hardest parts about this guys is when you're going through it, you want to talk to people, but you don't want to complain about it because you're not the one in COVID. Like, oh, God, right? Well, your, your wife is dying in COVID with COVID. You don't want to feel like an asshole. But if I can give any advice to anybody. Have sympathy for both parties. Hey, have sympathy for both parties, but be there for the person who doesn't have COVID. Like, actually talk to them because I, I wanted to vent so many times and people would just like literally push my venting off. Like, oh, don't worry about it. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're just trying to whatever. Like, I was struggling. I was really struggling with this. And my sister, Laura, thank God, I said to her, Laura, I'm just not the best version of me. And Laura said to me, she said, yeah, but you know what, Ryan? Your kids aren't the best version of them either. Mm -hmm. And I thought, you know, right, they're not. They're assholes. Mm -hmm. 
There was a period of time where I yelled and screamed at Cooper, but he threw a golf ball at the back of my head. <laughs> he did. <laughs> I locked myself in a in my in the bathroom so I could have a conference call with a client of mine, and he almost kicked the door down. Mm-hmm. Like he was doing things that he's never done before. Ever. He was the worst version of himself. This he past was the week. absolute worst version of yeah, himself. It was hard. And here I am trying to be empathetic to him, but he was being a total asshole. <laughs> like legit. He was being so mean mm-hmm. to Riley, to me. Like I just, I Not couldn't. listening. He I, just was full on. I don't give a shit what's happening. I'm just going to. St- Make a stink out of everything. See, the thing is, is when when I do yell, which is very, very rare, when I do yell, it's like, okay, guys, now dad's serious. Yeah. But when you do that for eight days straight, your kids realize you're not going to hit them. <laughs> yeah. They realize you're not going to do anything. All it is is like a big well, bark, well, no Cooper, bite. Cooper does. Riley still is like, okay, I'm done. Damn. Cooper literally just gets louder. Cooper's like, Cooper got to a point where he realized <laughs> that my yell meant nothing. No. And he would start yelling back. Yeah. And it was infuriating. I could listen. And it so I've kind of figured out. And Riley was like, <laughs> Riley said at the end of the week, it was sad, actually. Now that I don't know why I laughed. It was really sad. Riley said to me, Dad, how come every time I do something, you yell at me? And every time Cooper does things, you give him a hug. That is so sad. So sad. But I said to Riley, I said, Riley, because when I yell at you, you stop. And when I give him a hug, he stops. Well, now you just have to start hugging her because that just broke my heart a little bit. It broke my heart. But the truth is Riley responds to yelling and Cooper responds to hugs. They set our own boundaries. Like they set the boundaries, right? Like, okay, I know when I reach a certain spot, that's as far as I can go. Right. Right. And Cooper's Cooper, you can't reach that spot with Cooper. Yeah, what you got to do is you just got to get on the ground and you got to hug him until he stops yelling. Riley, you just raise your voice to like octave two, and she's like, oh, "Okay, that's serious. Shit. I'll stop." <laughs> yeah, right. She's it, also seven, so that makes yeah. a big difference because she was also she had her moments when she was younger too. Right. Um. Yeah, I get it. I I get what you're saying. I get the impacts of what this happened to me, but it happened to you. It happened to our family and it was hard as shit. And it's still it. Like it's we're not over. Like the kids still have it. We're waiting. Well, they're they're a little bit asymptomatic now, but we're waiting until our quarantine period is done. Isolation. But at least honest to God. At least I have you. Yeah, for sure. Oh, it's a huge at difference. At least I have you. In this isolation, at least I have a partner. Yeah. And that's the one thing that I think is like, oh my God, like you don't realize, I realized how much stuff you did. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize how much of a partnership we had. Yeah. To realize that our household, for the most part, runs- uh, Because of me. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. For the, our household runs smoothly, mm-hmm. effectively, and efficiently. And that really has a lot to do with the fact that we have created a structure in our household that works effectively. When that structure is removed, and I mean like you yeah, are removed from that sure. structure, there isn't a structure. No. And I cannot – I really give us a lot of credit. I didn't realize how effective we were in this family until this happened. Mm-hmm. And, and and I'll be honest with you, you know, we talk about this being the hardest thing. I, and, and I'm not joking. I'm not even stepping over this. This isn't even remotely putting these words together. And I want to make sure this because I know that there are a lot of people who deal with this. But when it comes to this, I, I truly believe that I am suffering a little bit of PTSD mm. when it comes to this. Yeah. 
I am still on edge yeah. waiting for something to go wrong, terribly wrong, and for me to have to take it all on. Mm. My anxiety is through the roof. And I don't realize this until everyone goes to bed and I'm by myself mm-hmm. and I can just feel my body. I am in like pure shake survival mode. I also think because you have tested negative this whole time too, it's like, are, are you you're just waiting for the shoe to drop? Like maybe now you're going to test positive no, I'm not going to get it. But part of, it's part of you like... No, I think the I think oh, the, well, that's another real quick thing. Do not say that to your partner in isolation. Like it's kind of nice though being in here. I actually hated every time you said that. <laughs> yeah, it was sorry. so annoying. That's bad. Yeah, it was real bad. Yeah, I yeah. said it must be nice Multiple to watch times. Desperate Housewives Multiple all day. Times. Must be right, nice to read your book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it Why was really you just fucking annoying. Why you just fucking <laughs> yeah, I did say that. Yeah, that was me, so babe. many times. It's so mean. <laughs> oh shit! What was I saying? <laughs> Uh, you suck. That was mean. I wanted to tell you that. That was mean. Anyway, that's the real deal of it. Um, Guys, COVID sucks. Oh, no. This is what I was saying. My my fear right now when it comes to COVID, right. my fear is I have, uh, for the last three weeks, been emotionally drained, yeah. physically drained. Yeah. I fear getting COVID now in my physical state. Right. Because I feel You're like also, if you also have like a, a really bad cold right now, and it's not, it's miraculously, it's not COVID. Like you're not doing well no. physically, so your immune system's already yeah. suppressed. So maybe, so maybe at the end of, maybe I'm just worried about that. Yeah. I don't think so. I don't think too much. I, I honestly feel like I've got a little bit of PTSD. Yeah, I could see that. It right. was a lot. I still have PTSD from 2020. Yeah. So I do. I feel like I've got it. Either that it. or it's like, a, or this is what depression feels like. But I'll tell you right now, guys, it sucks. No, I, I, I totally empathize to that because it, 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 all the new talks of like, the potential lockdown and back to virtual. I just told you this the other day. I was like, I have like full anxiety right now. I don't want to be in that space because I can't control it. But the thought of going back to 2020, trying to work from home with the two kids literally makes me shake and want to vomit. So I totally understand what you're saying. It's yeah. to put To put a cap to the end of this podcast, guys, this is not a TLC podcast, a normal <laughs> TLC podcast. No, but here's the, here's the thing. This is the truth. This has absolutely sucked. Yeah. And I don't know any lessons that I learned from it. If, it. if I had to do it all over again, I don't know if I would do it any better. Oh, I thought you were saying, I don't know if I'd do it. I'd just be like, no, no I'm not. I don't know. If I, I don't know if I can be like, hey, yeah. this is what you do and this is how you su- succeed. And I don't know the answer to that. And I hope to God I never have to be put I in think, this situation. I think the takeaway would be if you're listening and you're going through this or you know someone is to just. We're sorry. Or, yeah, no, just, um, just remember that you are in a partnership both parties are feeling a lot of heightened emotions and they're both valid and you just need to have a lot of um, patience and have some grace with each other. That's right. all. And if any of your neighbors or friends happen to be in a full-fledged isolation, bring food, just bring food yeah. and well wishes. Yeah. That's, a, that's, that's it. it. Because mm-hmm. just making a meal not having to think about a meal yeah. was so huge was for me. And I thank all of the neighbors who did that for me. I'll be honest. If it wasn't for that, the kids would have ate. If it wasn't for that, I would be eating the same the, slimy the ass salad every day. The kids would have ate, but I don't know how I would have made it through. So thank you very much. Guys, have yourselves a wonderful New Year's. Yes. It's our anniversary. It is our anniversary. We will have an anniversary conversation on the next podcast. <laughs> but till then, peace out, A-Town. Stop it. Are you serious? I'm